This is Creative Mornings, a new podcast showcasing the global creative community. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com and enter offer code GOODMORNING at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Cocorico! Hey everybody, this is Matt and welcome to the Creative Mornings Podcast. This is episode 11 and we've got one more in us which you'll hear next week as our last show for season one. I promise you I'll try not to get too sappy next week, but we will be back in 2016 with some new episodes featuring more of our most popular Creative Mornings talks. That means we still need your rooster impressions. So if you've been enjoying this season, be a part of next season by taking a moment to get silly recording yourself as a rooster and emailing it to us at podcast at creativemornings.com. This week, we're featuring a talk from Creative Mornings Toronto with speaker Tiffany Pratt, an artist and designer who spoke as part of a series on color. When we got the theme color, it was a literal interpretation. This is Kyle Baptista, the host of Creative Mornings Toronto back when this event took place in September of 2014. When I first met Tiffany, when I first looked her up, she was just a striking, she had a striking orange kind of flame gradient hair. And when she came to the talk, she was just wearing robes and layers of colors. The kind of person that you could, that would make your day just passing on the street would already make it a more positive day. Uh, in a great city like Toronto, it really stands out. Tiffany is not constrained to one art form or another. She sees opportunity everywhere. And on the Creative Mornings website, she writes, and I quote, I feel like a fairy godmother. My joy is to sprinkle possibilities everywhere I go, into everything I do, and elevate the world to a more beautiful place by helping you reimagine and recolor your life brick by brick, button by button, and day by day. End quote. She even made bracelets for everyone who attended this event. What, what Tiffany brings to the table is that she sees beauty in seemingly unbeautiful things. The way she described her, her commute to the event and a few days she had had prior and the things she was doing through her projects, um, getting, getting attendees and getting the 200 people in the room to experience their streetscape or their job in a new light and really kind of look for the tiny, beautiful things. Uh, that resonates. It stuck with me to this day. You can tell Kyle is speaking from the heart on this because as I was wrapping up my conversation with him, saying goodbye and thanking him for his time, he wasn't quite finished praising Tiffany. In fact, he had one more quick message that he wanted to share with you, the podcast listener. Uh, I guess I had just one more statement that it was just about how um, she's the type of person who can turn a bad day around for somebody. And so I'm hoping through that magic, she's able to do that for some of the listeners of this podcast. There's a little bit of foul language throughout, so keep that in mind. And here's Tiffany Pratt as part of a series on color from Creative Mornings Toronto. Every morning I wake up and I sit in a little private, quiet corner before I start my day and I think of things that I'm really grateful for. Because as a creative, we have to stay strong in what we do and we have to stay strong in who we are. And I think the biggest, most powerful form of doing that is gratitude. So you're just going to be with me and follow along. Close your eyes. Put your arms over your head. I know. Close your eyes. I'm going to stare. You guys can stare at me for like a half hour, so I can stare at you right now. <laughs> Arms over the head. And take one big deep breath through your nose. Hold it. And just picture rainbows shooting out the tops of your fingers. 
Okay, release. So if you can now with your eyes still closed, hold the bracelet in your hand and with every bead, think of at least six or seven things that you're grateful for. So just roll that bead between your finger, breathing with each bead and thinking of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things you're grateful for. And now just take a second before we get started and before I totally unleash on you and get quiet inside of your, your heart because there's a heart on everybody's bracelet. And I put it there because we have to do what we love with our hearts. And open your eyes. I think it's so important. I was so excited. I could feel everyone on Twitter, on Instagram, everyone was so excited and I was so excited and I could feel this amazing collective energy. And I just wanted all of us to get calibrated together so we're all on the same energy plane so that we're all feeling each other, the room, the streamers, the colors and the love. So that's what I wanted to do. Thank you for humoring me. I do that every morning so it's my morning ritual and thank you for doing it with me. I started my company as Glitter Pie Art Studio. I moved to Toronto six years ago from New York. I attempted to go to school in New York for textile and surface design and I got a job six months after I got accepted to school to be a personal shopper at Saks Fifth Avenue. So I was like, hmm, Saks Fifth Avenue personal shopper, go to school. <laughs> so I decided to become a personal shopper. And then my career just went like that for about 10 years and then six years ago I moved up here because my sisters are here and I started my career completely from scratch and I decided the most important thing I could do to anyone was teach art. So without any formal training I opened up an art studio and taught children of all ages two through teen how to paint, draw, sculpt, draw, everything you can think of and I had no idea but I'm, I'm entirely self-taught and I felt like teaching them healed me. So. I spent five years of my life thinking and dreaming of ways that I could teach art and bring color and life energy to children's lives. And then I had these adults sort of like, hey, like, don't forget about us. We want to paint too. So then I started painting with adults. And then I started this cult following with all these adults that wanted me to teach them how to paint. So I was on to something. But once I had this physical space, I realized I'm kind of a free spirit. It was really hard for me to be in the same place every single day of my life. So I closed my studio and I started a product line called Glitter Pie Art Studio in a Box. And it was my way of telling people you can make authentically and creatively in your home using awesome art making things. I actually took recyclable materials from stores all over Toronto, hand packed the first 2,000 of them in my living room and the toy ended up being a top toy of the year. So I was like, okay, I'm onto something. I think I can do this. Roots Canada then said, hey, um, could you do this for us? I was like, sure. So I went into their factories, scarfed all their leathers and all the weird things that were on their floors and turned it into an art kit for Roots Canada, which was a really cool success. For those of you who are unaware, Roots Canada is a lifestyle brand making leather goods, athletic wear, yoga wear, accessories, and home furnishings. While I was doing this, I, I decided that it was really important for you in life, for me in life, for everyone in life, to have something to fall back on. So 
I'm packing Roots boxes. I'm appearing on TV with Stephen and Chris as a craft master. I'm doing all of these creative things on the side. I'm scrubbing people's floors. I'm tiling. I'm painting walls. I was doing all sorts of things to keep cash rolling because you cannot just sustain yourself in an art industry doing one thing. And so I started to slowly but surely change a paradigm in my own head that I could be one thing. And so <laughs> three years ago, my friend said to me, do you own TiffanyPratt.com? And I was like, what? And I was like, no, I, isn't that so, that's so egotistical. I couldn't even imagine, like, I'm under Glitter Pie, and that's my brand, and I've worked so long to have that be the thing. And she was like, people aren't buying Glitter Pie. They're buying you. And so it took me about a year to actually grasp that concept because I couldn't imagine that I would be something that anyone would ever want to be a part of. It's not that I had low self-esteem, it was just that I didn't think of myself that way. And I think we can all relate to that feeling, which is, are we really that great? Are we really all something that somebody really wants to be a part of? So on that way home from that meeting, I actually bought TiffanyPratt.com, just thinking I would need it. And that started the course of the next three years of my life, which was building my brand around people, places, and things, and using all the skills I had acquired over the course of my entire life, and I just started putting them to use. If people asked me to do their house, to style a photo shoot, to reimagine the way that they looked, to shop for them, to personally you know, redesign their brands, to sitting with their children and teaching them art, I did not say no to any job or any opportunity that came my way. And I think that this is important because we all think in life we have to be one thing, and I think we can be all the things. And I also think we can be all the colors. So I think it's important that you hear the message of we don't put ourselves above or below anything. Because I call myself a grandma. People that work with me see me in action. I will, I will wash your floor. I will take the booger out of your nose in a photo shoot. I will do whatever it takes to get the shot, to make your house look great, to walk out and leave your life looking better than it was. And so with this in action, I really decided that we're all living, we're all human, we're just gonna be who we need to be, we're gonna do it fearlessly, and we're gonna do it the best that we can. So I would show people that they could have a beautiful life on a budget. You could have kick-ass clothes, you can have an amazing house, you can throw kick-ass parties, you can be a great mom, you can be a good friend, you can wrap a mean present, and you can do it super cheap. And then I developed this brand, which is called This Can Be Beautiful. So on your postcards that I passed out, you'll see my name, and you'll see the tagline, This Can Be Beautiful. And so I use This Can Be Beautiful in my head. It's, it's actually something that plays in my head more as a personal mantra versus something that I would say out loud. And why I say it is because in life, things get messy and dirty, and we do things we don't want to do. And we maybe all have experience or are involved in jobs and lives that are not perfect, but somewhere in the beautiful mess, this can be beautiful. So I use it, some people quote me, and I've been really, really, really blessed because for two years I have begged Random House to let me write a book about it, and this year they said yes. So in the next year and a half, each of you, woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
thank you. That was a big, that took a long time. And that's, that's tenacity at its finest, friends. That's like, please see me. Please read my manuscript. Please take a look at this. Um, nothing in life is ever easy. I'm not, this did not just happen. My career is always moving. Everyone's career is always moving. Everyone's lives shift and change. Nothing is ever finished. You know, you don't ever really make it. It's not like all of a sudden one day you go, oh, okay, that's it, I'm done, I'm finished. I don't need to do anymore. Because you have to keep going. And you have to keep reinventing and thinking and loving and being a part of your life in a way that feels authentic to you. And even if you change, that's okay. And so when Kyle called and said, we want you to do a talk on color, I was like, yes, but do I have to talk about color? And I realized that I have become synonymous with color. And other things I've become synonymous with are glitter. And other things I've been synonymous with is magic. And those three things are pretty incredible things for people to think you're synonymous with. And so a takeaway today would be, what are you synonymous with? What, when you get quiet in your heart, what do people call you about? Or say, hey, I thought of you when I saw this. Or if you get tagged on Instagram, what do people tag? That's something important for you to think about for your heart, for your life path, for you to find the thing inside of yourself that makes you feel like you. I think that today is a physical representation of more is more. <laughs> Don't live your life like it just is all going to happen. You need to happen to your life. I, I happened to beg Kyle to let me put streamers everywhere. I wanted to make all of you bracelets because I felt like it was important that everyone walked away with something that they could take away and think about. So happen to your life. Go the extra mile. Buy all the streamers in your life. Buy all the streamers. <laughs> make all the bracelets. Just do it because your days are your life and every day I want to wake up and I want to be happy doing what I do. I want to be happy and work with people that want to work with me. I want to support the people that I support. And I, and I believe that that's the most important thing. It's like this gigantic love circus. <laughs> that's how I look at my life. It's like a love circus. And every day, the background of my life is like the big top. And I've got all these weird people in my life that are like the, the ax. And I'm the ringleader. And I have to like keep them in sales. So I'm like, OK, here we go. Erect the circus. Let's do this. And it's a, it's a mission for me. It's important because people depend on me and I depend on them. And I, I think that's so important because we need each other. And so find your people. Find your people and, and stick with them and love them. And like support them and hear them. Because that is what creates change not only in your business, in your personal life, and in your heart and in your career of making a difference, not making money. You make a difference in someone's life. You, you, you will in turn make money, but you will make a difference too. How's everyone doing? Are we okay? Okay, sorry I'm preachy. I'm sorry I'm preachy. Are we okay with the preachiness? Yeah? Um, trying to be one thing in your life actually stops you from being all the things. So if you've gone to school for something and you're like, this is what I am, then you're not that like epic round of seeds because you can't be a garden. You're just going to be one little plant. So like you want a freaking garden. 
right? Plant all of the seeds. And who cares? They all grow at different times. Some things are going to come up at the same time. So it's like the book. Two years ago, I didn't even have a brand. And I was like, I'm going to do this book. And I had time, so I started writing it. And now, whoosh, two years later, it's like, oh, thank God I did that then. So, because I have no time now. And that's how I live my life. It's, OK, I have 10 minutes right here. Who can I call? What can I do? Who can I help? What can I, what can I change? And so plant all the seeds, be all the things. Um, I have a lot of questions that happen. How did I have this career path? Did I always know this is what I wanted to do? Why do you have orange hair? <laughs> I did not know what I was going to do with my life. I had no idea. All I knew was I was the kid that painted on her walls. I was the kid that could not stop messing, sewing, cutting, and gluing anything, glittering it. I've been like this my whole life. I was a ginger. It got a little bit dulled. I started when I was 19 to dye my hair red, brighter red, and now it's orange. It's like a disease. It's like, it's like when you go to fake and bake, you can, you're, you're never tanned enough. Um, it's, it's not orange enough. Uh, and then you get bored. Oh, it's, it's, just, it's just orange. No, and now I need pink. Oh, you know what? Now I think I need some blue in there. What about green? And now it's orange with a rainbow, and I couldn't imagine it any other way. And I use my hair as this epic lesson for everybody because I get this all the time. Oh my God, I love your hair. <laughs> I could never pull that off. I don't, I don't have the balls to do that. And I was like, hmm. Not a lot of people look good with orange hair. I get that all the time. Not a lot of people look good with orange hair. So it's sort of negative, 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 but you look good. So, okay, thanks. Uh, how I take it is I feel lucky that I'm so comfortable in my own skin that I don't care what anyone says about my hair. However, my hair makes people happy, like some form of color therapy to the masses. You all see my hair more than I do, because I'm like moving, driving, doing, hanging, schlepping, scrubbing. Everyone else sees my hair more than I do. And it's that they are reacting to the fact that I have something and I have the balls to do something that they don't. Because we all could pick a color that we love, bleach our hair, and dye it something crazy. There's some awesome people in this audience that have already done it. And if you feel like yourself with it, no one will look at you different because it is who you are. If you, if you knew my friends, they would say, I could not picture you with anything else. It's just not you. So this is who I am, and I'm very cozy with that. So I'm going to talk about the word velocity because I feel like when your eyes on the prize, you're doing what you love, you're surrounded with the things that you love. Mine is color, uh, hard work, good people, um, inspiration. I feel like if I stay in that place where I'm always looking for inspiration, I don't have a TV and I'm on TV. <laughs> I don't even turn it on. I have no idea what programs are out there. I don't listen to the news. I don't read the newspaper. I live in my own color tunnel of what I need to do to self-preserve, to keep up the life that I have. Everyone relies on me to be a constant wheel of creative motion to design and produce for them <laughs> like, and myself. I need this. Where do you get that? How do you do this? What do you think about that? So my service 
to my clients and myself is by shutting myself down from what I know could distract me from a creative flow that needs to do what I do. So because of that, the universe has provided this amazing velocity. As Soon as they saw that I had my eye on the prize, and this is exactly what I was doing, and I just kept it up, and I was fucking consistent, okay? <laughs> fucking consistent, because as creatives, we have to be reliable and consistent. Because creativity is here, which is not of this world, and consistency and velocity and accountability is here. And so we have to kind of whoosh, bring them together so we can produce and be. And the cool thing is, is with this velocity, amazing things can happen in your life. Point the arrow. Just focus, think, dream all the time about what it is that you want to do and who it is that you really are and what makes you happy. Fuck everybody else. Okay? Because it's loud. It's loud. Okay? It's so loud. If I listened to everything that anyone has ever said to me, I would not be standing here right now. I just wouldn't. I would not be dressing like this. I wouldn't have the life that I have, but I shut out the noise and I only listen to what I wanted. And this is where I am. It's not any better than anyone else in this room or on this planet. It's just a position of somebody that knew what they wanted. So just know what you want. Tiffany goes on to discuss her process, the topic of gratitude and pirate costumes. But first, let's take a quick break to handle the business thing. And today's episode is made possible by Squarespace. I wanted to speak to someone who not only built their own site using Squarespace, but someone who builds for others as well. I'm Jenny Schwartz. I have a graphic and web design studio in New York City, and I am a Squarespace specialist. Jenny, who spells it with an I, by the way, has been building sites for people for a number of years. But when she started using Squarespace, it was because she was in kind of a tough position. My mother-in-law asked me to build her a website. So that was the times when I was literally coding everything from scratch and it took a really long time and I was wasting a lot of time. I mean, you can't really charge your mother-in-law. <laughs> At that point, I was looking for a way to cut my time a lot and do something easy and inexpensive and just get it up there. And I did some research and I found Squarespace. As a designer, Jenny suddenly found herself with the time to focus on the details. Because Squarespace is so user-friendly and so easy and you really don't need so much coding knowledge, you could really focus on content strategy, you could focus on the client's brand. And because the Squarespace user interface is so friendly, when Jenny's job is done, she can let the client take over. I feel really, really comfortable handing the site over to them to make content changes. They don't need to be computer geeks like we are to be able to change the content on their website and keep it fresh. Start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code GOODMORNING to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. We now return to Tiffany Pratt, who was just about to tell us why process is so important. I think that process is important because Speaking of not listening to anyone else and fuck everybody else, when you're a business person, you need to be very business-like and you have to do things very businessy. and I do not do that. I, I tried so hard when I was in my 20s to be businessy and I had, I bleached my hair blonde, 
uh, for about six months, and I tried to lose tons of weight to be super skinny and wear black suits, and I was like, ugh, this is so not me. And so now I just show up in my schleppy clothes. I probably still have paint on me from the thing I just came from. And I show up with my huge white sketchbook and a million colored markers. And as people are talking to me about their project, it could be a company as big as Fisher Price, or it could be the girl next door that just wants me to help her with her bathroom reno. I am literally drawing as I'm talking to them. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is okay. Tiles the size. Uh-huh. What about this? Uh-huh. And my process is to draw and talk while I work. And so, the reason I'm telling you this is I catalog all my books, I have stacks of them, and it's like my brain on paper. And so putting your brain and your thoughts on paper is a magical thing because it makes it happen. I look back now at some of the projects I took on and I look at the notes and the notes come to life. It's amazing. I'm like, whoa, I made that happen like two years ago. Those notes and that client wanted me to do her whole house and at the time I was like, I'm not gonna do that whole fucking house. And then I do the whole house. And it's cool. So think of something that you do that feels powerful to you and do it. And use it as your process. And screw what anyone else thinks is businessy because business is business. You can be professional. You can show up with orange hair. You can show up with, I, I even think if I show up to my client's house in a pirate costume, they wouldn't even react <laughs> because they don't even care anymore. They're like, okay, yeah, she's gonna get it done. Yeah, okay, good to see you. I like your hat. Like, it's cool. So it's not about what you, yes, it's nice to present yourself a certain way. Yes, you should look professional, clean, brush your hair, but you get the point. Um, happy place. This is a little fun exercise I'm gonna share. This is just a little snippet. Having a bad day, somebody says something not nice. I hate it. I feel like the world is dark. I feel like I'm by myself. I'm in my Jeep. I'm holding the wheel. I'm like, okay, breathe. And then I start to just scream out loud all the things I love the most. Rainbows, wiener dogs, running water. <laughs> and like, just start saying it. Bangles, little India, Indian food, my friends, my family, my niece, my niece, my niece. Um, and that makes me feel instantly better. So, Think about being positive and think about making yourself happy. Don't think about making other people happy. Making other people happy will in turn happen because you are happy. You do not need to make other people happy. You need to make yourself happy and then other people will be so freaking happy to be around you. I have this awesome group of friends and <laughs> I feel my birthday just happened in August and they all showed up at this restaurant and I started to cry because I was like, this is actually it was the coolest because I was surrounded with all the most amazing people that I love the most and they want to be around me and I want to be around them and it's magical. So be good to yourself and people will be good to you. I paint. Something I do, one of the many things I do is I paint and painting is like a language for me. I've painted since I could use a brush and I didn't take formal training in art. I get, I'm going to keep saying that because everyone thinks they're not an artist and we all, I don't care if it's with numbers, I don't care what your art is, we are all artists. And so I urge you no matter what your art is, to take the world as the hugest point of inspiration every single day of your life when you wake up. Think of using the world as your inspiration. And why I say that is, if I can't figure out how to arrange a room, mix a color, figure out someone's fall wardrobe, uh, 
do an event, pr problem solve, I just get really quiet and I look around. If you look at how the sky bleeds or how the light hits trees or what someone else is wearing or how a building is constructed, the world is so filled with inspiration, it's insane, and people just walk by. They just walk by. I see some amazing things in my life and I'm like, does anyone else see this? And I'm like the crazy person on the street, like, did you see this guy? Look at his outfit. Like, and he's like, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm like, you're amazing. You look amazing. And if you hang out with me, you will know. I talk to strangers. I hug random people. I don't care. I love hugging people because I like showing love. I think love is the most important thing. You hear it, it's cheesy, everyone says it, it's on bumper stickers and chapters into ghost posters, and it sucks because it's ruined it, but love is important. Love is so freaking important. I have a bumper sticker on my car that says, love wins, and I drive around with that, and a bunch of other crazy messages. But the reason I think love wins is because when you love people, or you wake up and you love yourself, you love your family, you can find love in what you're doing, your job, your boss, your friends, it doesn't matter. The chair you sit in, the car you drive, the food you eat. If you find love in what you're doing, it's like this, it's like bunnies that are procreating. Hearts everywhere. Love, 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 love. And the hearts are not just hearts, they are rainbow hearts, they are glittering, they're popping, confetti comes out, you're showered in the shit, it's amazing. <laughs> so, love it, love it. When you read my Instagrams now, if you follow me on Instagram, you will hear my voice saying the things I say because you'll know that it is real. I am covered in glitter, it's true. I will be covered in gl glitter if I ever say I'm covered in glitter. You have to live your truth. Live your truth. Be you. Don't try to be someone else. Stop comparing yourself to other people. We do that all the time as creatives. Well, this person did something else, and I don't know how they got where they got, and how do they have this, and I don't have that, and I went to the same school, and Shut up. You are you. You will always just be you. Your process, your program, who you are, and where you're going, totally different. So just be there, be on the path, do the stupid job, it'll teach you something. Be friends with that person that's ticking you off, they're gonna teach you something. Cut all your hair off, grow it back, eat the weird food, go on a strange trip, it's your life, do it. It's just, it's why we're here. I hate when we do the whole I'm so great thing, because I'm not trying to tell you to do the whole I'm so great thing, because I don't do that. Talking in front of people, I don't want you to think I think I'm so great. What I think is so great is I have a message to share and I think my, that my message is great. So think about that. Think about, I have a message that's so great and I'm really excited to be the vessel that gets to carry that message. I'm so blessed that I am this person that gets to bring this along because that's how I feel every day. I don't say, I'm so great. I go, okay, I gotta get up, I gotta stretch, I gotta get that set up, because I got an amazing event to set up for this bride and she's gonna pee her pants. <laughs> or this woman's countertop is getting installed today and I am jazzed, because she is going to love it. Or this person is now walking in more confidence today because I spent five hours with them naked in their closet and now they love the way that they dress and they feel like they can bring that into the world. That's amazing. So, how are we doing? Yeah. We still feeling the vibes? Yes.
Okay. Okay, gratitude. I, this is a good way to end. You hear gratitude, you hear Oprah, you see all the shit. Gratitude, people have the gratitude shit everywhere. I feel like I'm a walking juxtaposition and why I say that is because I like junk and I like things that have no value and I like to sprinkle it with glitter and diamonds and that's life. That's the shit and the luxury. It's all shit and luxury mixed together. <laughs> all the time. I live the shit and the luxury. It is juxtaposition city in my life. It is, I spent a dollar on my entire outfit, but these boots were five grand. It is, I have a multi-million dollar house and they couldn't afford the furniture, so we just got, stole everything off the side of the street. It is so many juxtapositions. This life is a juxtaposition, so enjoy it. Don't have the position in your life that everything needs to come from the same place because it doesn't. It comes around you. It is everything about you. It is like a rainbow and you just take all the colors and you accept all things and it will be this amazing array of gorgeousness. Even if it's different, it is yours. Gratitude is part of that. Being grateful for the shit and being grateful for the luxury. It's all the same. It's treating two imposters the same. So don't just be grateful for your friends and all the stupid stuff. Be grateful for things that actually matter like running water, heated water, color, Color treats us so well every day. Color is something that unites us and invigorates our souls. You can be grateful for color. You respond to it. It's something that you don't even know you're responding to, but you are. You can be grateful for gas, for each other, for the ability to do what you want to do, eat when you want to eat. It's, it's endless, the amount of things you can be grateful for because the world is based on that. So here's the conclusion, friends. First of all, thank you for listening. Um, huge, huge love to all of you, because this has been such a high honor, and <laughs> I've been feeling you all week. <laughs> so this is what I know. Go with your dream. I told myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Don't overthink anything. Your gut knows what to do. Beauty happens on budgets. <laughs> Love is the most important thing. Glitter makes everything better, because it does. And always look for rainbows. And I love Roald Dahl. Who loves Roald Dahl? This is one of his quotes that I, I live by. And above all, watch with glittering eyes the whole world around you. Because the greatest secrets are always hidden in the most unlikely places. And those who do not believe in magic will never find it. <laughs> so go find it. Go find your magic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. You can browse the complete archives at creativemornings.com. This week's answer to our question, what does it mean to you to lead a creative life? comes from the same person that gave us this episode's rooster interpretation. Here's Dalit from Tel Aviv. For me, living a creative life means being fearless and not being afraid to take risks and pursuing what you really dream of making. So with next week being the final episode of this season, I'll be answering that question myself. I'll also be revealing our question for season two, which is exciting because I love this part of the show. Gathering responses from around the world, and shining a little light on different members of the creative community. We all have something to learn from each other, and, you know, that's what Creative Mornings is all about. 
So thanks to those of you who sent in responses for this season, and we're really looking forward to everyone taking part in the next one. Next week, we'll close out season one with a talk on humility from musician John Forte. Because there's always that what if. There's always the, what if I don't do the best job? Or what if I, what, what, what if I do fall short? It gives me room. It gives me room to, to be better. It gives me room to grow as an artist. Our thanks to Kyle Baptista, Tiffany Pratt, and everyone at Creative Mornings. This episode was produced and edited by S. Mateo with sound engineering, mixing, and original score by Devin C. Johnson at Little Library Studios in collaboration with S. Mateo Music. Follow us on Twitter at Creative Morning. Remember, it's singular. And use hashtag PodcastCM when you tweet at us. For a complete archive of talks or just to get involved, go to creativemornings.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening.